Um, first, I want to start off with a prayer. If everybody could please stand. Lord, as always, we expect for you to move in a mighty way this past week. I ask that you open our hearts and our minds to hear from you. Lord, use me as you see fit. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Mm. I'm, um, I always say to myself before I come up here, I'm not going to be nervous this time. But every time I come up here, I'm nervous. Um, and generally, I'm not, so I don't know why I get nervous up here, but I do. Um, I'm going to be talking about something that was not what I originally wanted to talk about. When I would hear people get up here and say that, I was like, oh, they just weren't prepared. But now I understand and see that God wants to us to do what he wants us to do. And I'm trying to learn to be obedient. So I want to first start with the scripture from Job, chapter 3, verse 25 and 26. For the thing I greatly feared has come upon me, and what I dreaded has happened to me. And then I also want to read um, from the first chapter of Job the first through the fifth chapter. I think I got some glasses. Getting older, can't see. <laughs> okay. There was a man in the land of Uz, I think, whose name was Job, and that man was blameless and upright, and one who feared God and shunned evil. And seven sons and three daughters were born to him. Also, his possessions were 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camel, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkeys, and a very large household, so that this man was the greatest of all the people of the East. And his sons would go and feast in their houses, each on his appointed day, and would send an invite to their three sisters to eat and drink with them. So it was, when the day of feasting had run their course, that Job would send and sanctify them, and he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, it may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. Thus Job did regularly. What I gathered from this passage is that Job, to a certain degree, operated in fear. And he operated in this fear on a regular basis. This wasn't something that he did Every once in a while, this was something that he did regularly. Uh, he was concerned about his children sinning and cursing God in their hearts, so he would purify them and offer burnt offerings just in case they needed to be covered. So I guess what I would ask is how many of us 
make it a habit to operate in some level of fear. I know I do. Uh, some of the things that I fear are losing control. I fear the unknown. I fear making mistakes. I fear being judged. I fear being rejected. And I fear being sick. During the time that I'm talking, I want you all to reflect on what you're afraid of. And the title of my message is Moving Out of Fear and Into God. In preparing this message, God revealed some things to me. Uh, first of all, being this wasn't the message I wanted to talk about, I had this fantastic title called Obstacle Illusions. <laughs> And I had been taking notes for about the past two months and past couple of days I've been trying to put my notes together and it wasn't coming together. So last night I was like, well, I'll just get up early in the morning. It'll be fine. Well, about four o'clock in the morning, I woke up and what God said is right, you know, moving out of fear into God. And I was still tired. So in the dark, I took a pen and wrote it down, but I went back to sleep. I was like, I don't know how this is going to happen, but we'll see. <sighs> so what God revealed to me was that this message would definitely be all of him and none of me. And that I was going to have to rely solely on him. And that he was going to need my undivided attention. He said, I'm going to be placing you in some situations where you're not going to have any other option but to trust me. You're going to be uncomfortable, and it's going to be painful, but you're going to have to trust me. And so I'm about to do what Pastor Keith says a lot of times, and I'm just going to float. Because uh, God says that he has me. And uh, I do believe that he is strengthening our testimonies to prepare us for what he's about to do. First Peter 3 and 6 says, do what is right and do not give way to fear. I'm just going to give you all some scripture about fear. Isaiah 43 1 says, don't fear for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. Psalm 56 and 3 says, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And Psalm 27.1 says, the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? One of the things that fear does is it paralyzes you. It puts you in a, situ in a state where you can't move. And I believe fear is a setup that keeps us from going after what God has planned for our lives. Fear allows us to tell ourselves lies 
And it also allows the devil, who's the master manipulator, to create all kind of fear, fearful scenarios in our head. You know, we had that thinking, the what if thinking, uh, you know, and catastrophizing and all of that other <laughs> stuff that we do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing it, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Okay, yeah. Fear can be a barrier that keeps us from experiencing a deeper relationship with God. Because when we're fearful, we're ducking, dodging, hiding, justifying, and manipulating. All in an attempt to make sure that we are in control. And that the thing we fear, we have, we're able to have some control over it. But oftentimes, like in Job's case, it happens anyway. One of the things I think that uh, is hardest for us to embrace in dealing with fear is um, it makes us feel uncomfortable. Um, but because of that, when we have to step out, we say, ah, I don't think I want to do that. It kind of keeps us in a box, in a comfort zone. We stay in that place, but, and we don't change. But if you don't change, you don't grow. Uh, another thing about fear is that, or one of the reasons that we fear is that uh, we don't, or for me, I don't like not being in control. I want to know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, who's going to be involved, you know, who might see. And that's why this is a difficult time in my life right now because everything that's going on is out of my control. I mean, stuff just coming left and right. And I believe God knew that it had to be that way because he knows I'm hard-headed, you know. And so in order for me to get it, he had to just sit me smack dab in the middle of it. One of the other things that I think uh, affects us when it comes to fear is our pride. Thank you, that's all right. We want to depend on ourselves to work things out. We think that we're, you know, can white knuckle it or deal with it, that we don't need God to help us get through situations. And we get stuck in our pride and don't realize that oftentimes it's bigger than us. I think also a lack of faith. Um, we live in fear because we don't trust God. We're afraid to make, we're afraid to obey him. We're afraid to do things that he asks us to do. Um, because we don't trust him. One of the other things that I think keeps us in fear is not being in tune to God's word. So we don't believe the promises because we don't know his promises. You know, or we don't have... Uh, any type of anything to stand on. We're just, again, relying on ourselves. 
But when we are able to know God's word, then we learn some things about God. Uh, We learn that he loves us, that he has a plan for us, that he wants to care for us, that he wants us to seek him and to depend on him. And that we don't have to live in fear when we remain in his presence. Deuteronomy 31.8 reminds us that God will never leave us or forsake us. And that we're never alone. He's all that we need. I think one of the biggest things that kind of helps us move away from fear is changing changing the way that we think. The Bible says in Romans 12, 2, that we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. We have to be able to think differently in order to behave and act differently. And again, that what if thinking can play a part there because a lot of times we, in looking at what uh, worst case scenarios, we what if everything that's negative, you know, but in transforming our mind and looking at God's words, we can learn to what if the possibilities. And if we know that with God, all things are possible, then those what ifs are endless. When we study God's word, we can learn that we can rest in his strength and depend on him. He wants us to be able to live fearlessly. And we can do that when we learn to rely on him. And when we learn who God is. Um, I think that that's all that I have. But I just want to say that... um, This fast week, I want to challenge everybody to look at and think about the fear that holds them back, that keeps them from growing in God, that keeps them from moving forward, that paralyzes you, that keeps you out of relationship with others, that um, prevents breakthroughs, that affects your finances, all of those kind of things. And, you know, for, for fast week, maybe look at the possibility of fasting from fear. You know, and, ch- and, and challenging yourself to do the things that you would not do. So for me, that is standing up here, <laughs> you know, not being prepared, trying to be transparent uh, as I can. That's not something that comes easy for me, but I'm working on it. Um, and just trusting God to help me overcome my fears and to help me put myself in a place to be ready to go to the next level and everything else that needs to be done. So thank you. Yep.